And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon. I am suffering from some kind of illness. There's there's something that's attacking my body right now, and I'm not sure what it is. I don't feel good, so I'm kind of surly today. So just bear with me a little bit. You know, I, I went down the checklist and I went, yeah, I got about half of these things, but they could also just be the flu. I mean, there, there are times in my military career where I didn't have an opportunity to go to sick call. Here, let me give you an example. We were, well, this is back in the day. This is way back in the day. This is like when I was a, a captain and I was assigned to an ROTC unit. In other words, my job was to recruit and train and commission the future officers of the United States Army. And I took that job very, very seriously. As a matter of fact, we were doing something called an FTX. Now, it's nothing to do with that cryptocurrency stuff that's going on. By the way, I'll talk about FTX in a little bit. But FTX really means to me field training exercise. So this was a culmination exercise that we had put together for our ROTC cadets because we were taking them into a field environment and we were teaching them basic infantry tactics. We were teaching them how to move, shoot, communicate. We were teaching them how to operate as an effective team. And this FTX was critical because everything else that we had been doing up to that point was done either in a classroom on campus or it was done on the football field. Yeah, we did. We did some simulated stuff on the football field. You know, we even attacked the, the defense one day. It was kind of funny. They, they kind of lined up and then we just did the shoot, move, communicate thing with them. Everybody had a good time. But the point I want to make was that I went to this FTX. Now, there, there were on the cadre, there were only six of us. There were only six of us available. And we probably had, I don't know, something like 40 or 50 cadets that we were taking to this FTX. So everybody, it was, it was an all man hands on deck. So we go to this place called Camp Pendleton. I was sick as a dog, but I had to be out there because my job was to evaluate the cadets. I'm sitting out there at Camp Pendleton. I'm hacking my lungs out. I, I just, I went to work. So now I'm sick as a dog and I'm in the base camp and I'm laying there and I'm coughing all night long. <laughs> I'm doing that, right? I actually feel like I could do that right now. So I'm going <laughs> all night long. So finally, the cadet commander complains to my boss and he goes, hey, sir, that officer right there, He's a security risk. And, and you know what my, my boss did? My boss came over to me and he goes, hey, you need to go sleep in the van, Al. And I'm like, hey, sir, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. And he says, hey, you're a security risk. You need, you need to be evacuated. And I went, oh, I don't want to give up. And he's like, you're not giving up. Go in the van, monitor the radio, and have all kinds of fun on the radio. As a matter of fact, give them little missions they have to react to. We're, just because we're taking you out of the fight doesn't mean we're taking you out of the play. So I went into the van. It was a little warmer. I felt a little bit better, but there was a radio in there. and Boy, did I wreak havoc on those cadets. I had all kinds of incoming fire coming on them that they had to react to. I had reports of suspicious activity just outside of their secured perimeter that they had to go check on. I kept those guys moving, shooting, and communicating 
all night long. And here's the point I want to make to you. I never gave up. And one of the reasons that I'm here right now talking to you is that I refuse to give up. And I feel that exact same way about real estate investing. Once I learned the very correct way to invest in real estate, it, it was game on for me. It was totally game on for me. I, I don't give up. I look for the assets that need to be in my portfolio, and then I aggressively pursue them. Now, I'm not rude. I'm not nasty to other people, but I am letting people know that that asset is something that I require, that I want in my portfolio. When I was at Camp Pendleton during that story, I just told you way back when I was a captain, this is going, I don't know, wow, this is going back 20 years or so, right? Um, I was trying to make a very specific point that you don't quit and you don't leave your post until ordered to do so. And that's exactly the point that I made. And even though I was ordered to do so, I still created trauma on those cadets because I needed to make sure that they understood that they had the capability to do certain things. That's part of the military training environment. It might sound a little rough on you, but... That's the way we train officers, at least that's the way we used to do it back in the day. Um, so here's the symptoms. Fevers, fever or chills? Uh, my wife has fever and chills. Me? Uh, I'm, I'm a little warm to the touch, so maybe I got a little bit of fever. Okay, cough? Yeah, we both have the cough. Shortness of breath or difficult breathing? Now, she hasn't complained of that, but I, I suffer from respiratory diseases because I had the opportunity to go be around all those dangerous things in the Middle East called burn pits. Yeah, you heard me correctly, burn pits. So I've, I've breathed in all that this world has offered me, and it has given me the equivalent of exercise-induced asthma leaning towards full-blown asthma. So yeah, I do have shortness of breath right now, and it's, it's a little bit more pronounced, even though I take medications to help that. Fatigue. Yes, we both have fatigue. Muscle or body aches. Mm, yeah, we both have those too. Headaches. Yeah, we both have headaches. Okay, so, so far, out of the six symptoms that I listed, we have five each. Now, we don't have the same five each, but we have five each. Let's go to the next, the next column here. New loss of taste or smell. Well, I can still taste my coffee. My wife says she can still taste her coffee. I, I never had much of a taste of smell. All right, is it a taste of smell? No, it's a sense of smell, right? I never had much of a sense of smell. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I've lost that. So I, I don't know if I qualify for that category. I don't think my wife does either. Sore throat. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Congestion or runny nose. Yes to both of those. Nausea or vomiting. No to both of those. And diarrhea. I know you don't want me to answer this one, but I'm going to answer it. No. And you're thinking, thank goodness he didn't say yes, right? I mean, I know how you're thinking, right? Okay, so what, what that tells me out of what? 11 potential symptoms to having COVID-19. I think Tina and I have tested hot for at least seven of them. So I think it warrants a COVID test. Now, my wife is, is feeling much worse than I am. And I'm figuring, okay, if it's COVID, I got it from her. We've been isolating. We have been isolating. Nobody has been to our home since Tina came back. Now, I do have some general contractors working in the backyard, but they don't have access to the house. So we have technically been you know, what, what do they call that? Quarantining? You're supposed to quarantine for what, seven days? I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll find out if I have COVID first, and then we'll figure out what the requirements are to, to quarantine ourselves to make sure that we don't give it to somebody else. Because this is not something we want to share. No, it's not something we want to share. But the reason I'm doing the show today is because I want to talk to you about some situations where people have just gotten out of control. 
They, they didn't have the proper training. They didn't have the proper, well, they had the proper resourcing, but they didn't have the proper ethics model. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about that different FTX, not, not the field training exercise I was talking about in the first segment. I'm talking about FTX, that cryptocurrency company that apparently was a political arm of one of the two parties. Now, I'm, I'm going to make a political statement here. Now, those of you that listen to the show, you know I don't care for either party. You know that I'm an independent. You know I love to pick on politicians. I believe there are a handful of politicians out there that are in the Gitsa Club, and the rest of them are just in it for whatever they're in it for, and most of them are in it for themselves. And that's what the way I think about politicians. But Politicians are the people that we elect. Politicians are the people we put in control of this country. And politicians are the one that's, ones that tend to mess things up. What's this got to do with FTX? Well, it has to do with the regulatory environment. This, this cryptocurrency has been around for a while. I remember when Bitcoin came out. And I remember telling you all flat out on this show, back in the day, don't invest in cryptocurrency. And you were all thinking, oh, it's the new thing. It's the new shiny thing. It's, it's the best thing out there. You do this, this mining of data. And I'm thinking, mining of data? What, what, is, what is tangible? What is tangible about this asset? There's nothing tangible about this asset. You're, you're training pixels that somebody created in, in the, I don't know, the web or wherever. The, see, I'm, what I'm explaining to you is how much I don't know about cryptocurrency. Yeah. And the reason I don't invest in cryptocurrency is because I don't understand it. And here's the other reason I don't invest in it. I don't see it having a tangible asset. There's no tangible asset I can go to and I can pick up, at least, at least in the commodities market. If I were to invest in steel, if I were to buy steel, I could actually go see the steel that I bought. If I were to buy wheat, I could actually see the wheat that I bought. Yeah, if I bought corn, I could see the corn that I bought. But in cryptocurrency? What do I get to see? Some little thing flashing on my screen going, woohoo! What is that? That's a joke. That's a huge joke. And it's causing a lot of people a lot of financial harm. We come back after the break. I'm going to get back into FTX. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. I created these case studies 30 years ago for this reason. You're the accountant. You're the CPA. You're the, the engineer, the IT guy. Do you follow what I'm saying? You're the little quiet cubicle guy. And you don't see yourself as a rich millionaire. So I have to bring the cubicle people up here. And you go, honey, look, he's got the same shoes I have on, right? And he speaks in the same language that I speak in. And you've got to be able to see somebody you can relate to or relate with for this to work. Part of the reason I want you to speak to other people is because half of your, I'd say, challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. Until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. Join us today. Check for in-person and online dates at lukstudy.com. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. 
Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. But I'm, I'm doing it a little bit under the weather today. I hope I'm sounding okay to you. And, and here's the beautiful thing about radio. No matter how contagious I am, no matter how many times you touch the volume control on your radio or the pause button on your podcast, I cannot infect you. And what I've been explaining to you throughout the show is that's kind of the way I approached training other officers when I was an officer in the United States military. I had to be the toughest guy in the room, and so did all the other cadre. We always had to outlast and outplay the trainees. Now, we have we have some significant advantages because we control the training environment. But having said that, we don't get to just call a five o'clock and we're going to go home and do what we want to do while the cadets are out there still training. No, we're still out there making the training happen. We're making the training happen. The whole purpose is to develop fundamental skill sets in those young officers that they need to have, regardless of what they do in the military. Yeah, it's true. So what we do is every everybody that comes in the United States Army, whether they like it or not, they learn infantry tactics. That is the baseline for how we teach Every entry level person, whether they come in as an enlisted person, whether they come in as an officer, they get infantry tactics because when when everything goes bad and it's just you and a couple dudes left, you got to be able to shoot, move and communicate. Now, let's talk about the FTX. No, I don't mean the FTX. I did it at Camp Pendleton that about killed me. I'm talking about FTX. I'm talking about the cryptocurrency guys. You know, that, that Sam Feldman guy? I mean, looks like a nice guy, right? Could use a haircut, I think. But having said that, we're seeing this guy that created this cryptocurrency. And through his successful mismanagement of this cryptocurrency, he allowed this thing to blossom, 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 blossom. Didn't have any controls in place until he finally got to a place where the spigot broke and all of a sudden everything fell apart. And now what we're seeing is this guy being, you know, he's being extradited from the Bahamas. He's going to face trial and stuff. And, and, and what I found very interesting, now again, I don't like politicians, so I'm just going to pick on politicians in general. You might like politicians, and if I offend you, I apologize up front for this. But I think there are politicians that received campaign funds from FTX that helped to cause this guy to get arrested because he was about ready to testify in front of the House. And the House had some very, very interesting questions I'm sure they were going to pose to this guy. All right. So what am I getting at? I'm, I'm not here to beat up on old Sam. I'm, I'm really not here to beat up on him. The legal system will, will get its day with that guy. Here's the problem that I see with Sam's company. With what he does, he is essentially selling a security. He's essentially selling a security. Now, I'm not 100% sure whether or not cryptocurrencies fall under the SEC. And, and here's why. Because I don't study that stuff. I don't care about that stuff. That stuff to me is dangerous. And FTX is a prime example of why it's dangerous. And you guys with your Bitcoin are going, oh, well, my Bitcoin just mined another thousand dollars. Al, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. But here's what I do know that I'm talking about. The majority of Sam's investors met the acid test to be an accredited investor. So what what is that? What is an accredited investor? investor. An accredited investor is somebody that meets certain acid tests based on wealth or income thresholds. Does that make sense? And, and there may be some other financial sophistication measurements in there. But what, what accreditation does for you is it essentially says 
to somebody you're looking to invest with, I know what I'm doing. I have the financial wherewithal to invest in your asset. And if I were to lose money in your asset, I'm not going to be damaged financially because I'm accredited. So sophistication is another classification that basically tells people that you know what you're doing when it comes to real estate investing. And the point I'm making is that the people that invested with Sam used one or both of those criteria to say that they know what they're doing, that they are protecting their own assets from risk. Should this investment fail, they're going to be okay. So when it comes to accredited, you either become accredited through a financial criteria or you become accredited through a professional criteria. You could, you could technically use both, but you only need one or the other. So notice nowhere in that criteria did it say you needed to be sophisticated. Now remember, sophisticated, the definition of sophisticated is educated. You have sufficient knowledge to invest. Even though you may not have the financial wherewithal to be accredited, you can invest as a sophisticated investor. And there are there are things that the SEC allows for sophisticated investors to invest in. Now, I would guess that most of the people that invested with Sam probably used the financial criteria. They said they were accredited, whether they were or they weren't. I'm sure Sam didn't bother to check. And as a result of that, he didn't really care because he's just blowing and going. He's blowing and going. He's just watching all the money come in to these companies, right? Until all of a sudden the, the top breaks open, the dam bursts, right? Now, there is that professional criteria. There's, there's another way for you to be considered accredited. And this, this is for people that go and they take a whole bunch of training. Okay. So if you're an investment professional in good standing, holding the General Securities Representative License, a Series 7, the Investment Advisor Representative License, a Series 65, or the Private Securities Offering Representative License, Series 82. If you have those three things, you are deemed accredited whether you have the money or not. If you're a director, an executive director, or general par partner of the company selling the securities or of a general partner of that company, okay, so you're, you're in a management position of owning an asset, and because you just happen to be in that management position, whether you have the financial wherewithal or not, you are deemed accredited. Now, get this. Any family client of a family office that qualifies as an accredited investor. That means my children are accredited investors because they are a part of my family office. I do qualify as an accredited investor. And the last way is for investments in a private fund, knowledgeable employees of the fund. So if, if you are working on behalf of a private fund, you are deemed accredited, even though you don't have the financial knowledge. See, the professional criteria is trying to put into play the education and knowledge to invest correctly. I want you to understand that there is a much better path to retirement than the path that you're currently following. Yeah. And if, and if you just lost a bunch of money in FTX, Man, I'm, I'm really sorry that happened to you. But here's the thing. You can recover. 
you can recover. What you're going to need to do is you need to get your money out of that thing if you haven't done so already. And then you need to get yourself into Lifestyles Unlimited and you need to learn how to correctly invest in real estate. I don't want any of you investing in any real estate until you have educated yourself. Now, whether you get the education from Lifestyles Unlimited or from another company or from a book, I, I don't care how you acquire the info. I want you to get the info. I promised you that uh, I was going to go to the mailbag and you know what? I'm going to do it. I got an email from Tommy. He is a Lifestyles Unlimited preferred investor group member. Uh, he's a certified passive investor and he's in uh, Seattle, Washington. So he is proof positive that you can live in the great Northwest. It is so beautiful up there in, in Washington state. Proof positive that you can invest in wherever you want and live wherever you want. Let me let me share with you what, what Tommy has said. He said, hey, Al, congratulations on your retiring. During the case study tonight, okay, so he's referring to a case study that we had last week. I, I had the opportunity to emcee the event, and I, I just love it. I have a blast. And, and this particular case study is one that we send out across the airways. We, we send it across the world. And, you know, Tommy was watching the case study as a member, and we were presenting information uh, from our members on what they're they're doing to get themselves retired. We actually presented a single family case study, and then we presented what's called a, a passive investor case study, which is really, really helpful for our members that don't necessarily want to do the physical work of owning real estate, but want to have the benefits of investing in real estate. So they, they become passive investors. And then we had a lead investor stand up and talk about what they're doing to invest in multifamily apartment communities. And more importantly, they showed all the returns regarding what they're doing for their passive investors. So Tommy was on the case study and uh, I was kind of joking around and okay, so let me just read you what, what Tommy says and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. During the case study tonight and during a recent podcast, I heard you say that you retired yourself with passive income exceeding your expenses a year or two ago. That's fantastic. Yes, Tommy, it's true. As a matter of fact, two years ago, when I was the age of 55, Tina and I realized that we had retired ourselves. We had created enough passive income that it exceeded our expenses of life. And I was able to step away from a job that was drive me crazy. I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I actually had, had done that in my mind before I retired, but I had to wait until I retired in order to get that done. Let's get back to Tommy's email. Also, it was cool to see you and to put a face to the voice. Uh-oh. What he knows now is why I have a face for radio. He saw my face and, and still, still Tommy sent me an email. This is great. So I listen to your podcast regularly. In fact, you mentioned you're retiring yourself in the most recent five-year plan podcast. Anyway, I don't know if you remember, but I contacted you before joining Lifestyles Unlimited in January 2021, and you were very helpful. So Tommy's a guy that actually reached out to me, like you can reach out to me at askal at luinc.com. That's askal at luinc.com. And we started a dialogue, and, and apparently whatever we talked about, he said I was very helpful. So, hey, two thumbs up for me. Unfortunately, given life circumstances, and truthfully, then a good amount of fear as time went on, I still haven't invested, yet I remain plugged in. I renewed my pig membership 
and have a clear and actionable plan for the next three to five months until my money is deployed. Better late than never, I suppose. Okay, let me stop right there, Tommy. Actually, it sounds like you're kind of kicking yourself. You've actually done something very incredible. You, you, you have no idea what you've done for yourself. And here, let me explain it to you. Back when, when I was talking to you, we were in a hardcore seller's market. I mean, we were moving into a seller's market. So if you were going to invest in, in multifamily assets, you would have to take diminished returns because that's all the market was offering at the time. Now, interest rates were very low, so there, there were some, some great ways to make money. But still, we were looking at rates of return like in the, the 4% or 5% or 6% for cash on cash. And then we were looking at a doubling effect of our money in three to five years. Since that time has happened, Tommy, do you, do you notice what's happened in the real estate markets? We're going into a period where assets are being depressed because the cost of money, the cost to finance those assets has gone up ridiculously high. It has more than doubled since the time you and I started talking. As a result of that, deals don't pencil out at the rates that people want to sell at based on the cost of money. Now, this is what you need to understand. Not every buyer wants to use all cash. So an all-cash institutional buyer doesn't really care. But an investor like you and me, Tommy, we care. And what this is doing, this is putting downward pressure on real estate prices, especially in the multifamily space. Not so much in the single-family space, unless you're in a space that we don't invest in, in which case we don't care. But in that multifamily space, Tommy, we are licking our chops because I'll tell you what. We are seeing some some great opportunities come out. So if you have finally sharp if you have finally sharpened your knives and you're ready to get into the fight, this is a good time for you to be in the fight, my friend. And he, let me get back to his email. And I wanted to reach out and say hi again and congratulate you for the action you took the past two years and for the success you've had. Good for you, Al. I hope to track you down at the expo and meet you in person. Happy holidays, Tommy. Hey, Tommy, you know what? I look forward to seeing you in person. I know exactly what you look like because you've got a picture of yourself on your on your email. Uh, you, my friend, are a good-looking man. You do not have a face for radio. Therefore, you have a face for television. So you can find me hanging out at the radio booth at Expo. That's where I like to hang out because I love to meet all of you that listen to me. I love to hear your stories. I like to hear what you're doing for investing. So, Tommy, come find me at the radio booth at Expo. That's, that's where I, I park myself. And if you're looking for us... We we always make sure that we're right near the pig mixer because we want to get our drinks too. Yeah, <laughs> you heard me correctly. All right, let me jump into a another email. This email came from Paul, and he said, Al, good afternoon. Hoping all is well for you. First of all, thank you for your service to our country. What he understands is that I spent 27 years in the United States Army, yet I still couldn't retire myself when it was time for me to retire myself, which is why I needed Lifestyles Unlimited to teach me how to retire myself. And I got that done two years later. Yeah, that's really the way it worked out. So I've been listening to your show for a few years. I'm a passive investor in several multifamily and some industrial investments. Okay, so he, he also invests in other forms of commercial real estate. I recently spoken with Brian in Atlanta. Uh, Brian is one of our lead investors. He just happens to be in the, the Atlanta, Georgia area. He says, I'm 67 and retired. All right, good job, Paul. Retired. Stay retired. And about 11 months ago, from the commercial real estate banking industry. Oh, okay. So he's saying he is 67 and he retired 11 months ago. Okay. I, I misunderstood what Paul was telling me. Well, first of all, Paul, congratulations on achieving retirement. 
Congratulations on that. Now, here's the thing I, I'm going to say to you, Paul, that might sound a little crass. If you'd been doing what we told you to do earlier in your real estate investing journey, maybe we could have gotten you retired a little bit sooner. I'm, I'm not poking fingers at you. I'm not. I don't know your situation, Paul. And let me just back up and say, I'm just happy that you're retired. I am super happy you're retired. But here's the thing. I want you to focus on your lifestyle. Because now that you're retired, that doesn't mean you sit on your butt and watch the world go by. You need to start living your life. You need to start getting out there and doing all the things that you couldn't do the first 67 years of your life because you had time constraints on you. Okay, I'm interested in attending the two-day seminar, preferably in Atlanta, uh, but we do have family in the Houston area. So what he's saying is he's willing to get on a plane and, and come to Houston. All right, Paul, here's the, here's the thing. You can come live to our training not a problem. You can also get the training from your living room. You can absolutely get the training from your living room because we also offer the two-day financial freedom course. That's the course that everybody takes that gets them to a place of retirement. We offer it live and we offer it simultaneously online. Here's another question he has. Also, would like to learn about the professional CPAs. Uh, should I join Lifestyles? That's a great question. And here's here's what I know about the CPAs that are a part of the Lifestyles Unlimited vendor program. They understand real estate. Did you know that CPAs like doctors tend to specialize? Did you know that? What, what you don't want is a CPA that's focusing all of their attention on, say, the professional services sectors, and they're, maybe they're taking care of doctors and lawyers, when you're not one of those guys. And more importantly, you need somebody that understands what you're doing with real estate investing so that they can advise, advise you correctly. Because trust me, that tax law is really deep, so you need a CPA that is called through all of that. Final, final thought from Paul. He says, I'm curious to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited and hoping you can provide guidance to a schedule of the two-day seminars. Thank you and Merry Christmas. Well, Paul, it's as simple as this. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop. I want you to do that first. That is the groundwork to get you started. And from there, we'll get you into a two-day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.